Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hey, beloved. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great week as always. Thanks for coming back to Really Riley, my little corner of the world where I like to rant. I like to talk about things that are real. And apparently there's <laughs> every once and again that I offend you guys, which, hey, you know, when you got the name real in the title, it's going to happen. But whenever that does happen, I always try to either explain myself, rectify the situation, apologize, or agree to disagree. And there's a lot of that going on right now on my Instagrams. Um, but truth be told, you guys, like I do come to you guys from a place of like wanting to relate and wanting to like be there for you guys if you need me, have you guys be there for me. Like that's sort of how this podcast was like born. Like I needed a place to get out some things creatively and then it became this really cool way of connecting even further with you guys versus just being on my radio show or just connecting with you in the DMs. It was like picking specific things that were like on my brain that I wanted to connect with you guys with. So uh, I titled this podcast Ain't No Snapback for a reason. Again, this is going to ruffle some feathers, but bear with me and maybe just try to listen to what I'm saying versus what you're perceiving it. See, again, I'm like shrinking Violet here because I'm a little sensey about the stuff that went down this week on my Instagram because I don't want to piss anybody off. At the same point, I want to keep it real like I always do. So I'll just get down to the nitty gritty of what I'm trying to say. So six days ago now, I posted this picture of me after I was done with a workout and I was sweaty, but I was feeling myself. I felt like I looked good. For those of you new to this here corner of the world called Really Riley, I just had a baby three months ago. It's my second child. I am very, very into fitness. My fiance is a strength coach. I'm an ambassador for my gym. Basically, fitness is life, right? And I worked out my entire pregnancy, not with the first son because I wasn't really training that hard then, but with this one, literally four days until four days before I gave birth, I was lifting. I was doing kettlebell swings. I was lifting heavy. I was cardio. Even though a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it, I did what was best for me and my baby and my family, yada, yada, yada. I mean, another little piece of the backstory, like some form of being physical or or activity has always been a part of my life. Like I started ballet at seven, did that for 10 years. I was a gymnast. I was a competitive cheerleader. You know, like I have had activity in my life, my whole life, but it's been for the last four and a half years that I've been training heavy in the gym. And it's just become part of the fabric of who I am. Like me and my fiance, again, if you're new here to this here podcast, met over bonding over fitness. He liked one of my fitness posts and it went from there. So it's a part of me. 
So I guess I give you all that backstory if you haven't heard it yet, because I want you to understand why I'm firing back about what was perceived this week as me mom shaming. So I posted said photo of me wearing my leggings and a sports bra, flexing, showing off the guns in the mirror, and I'm going to read you the caption so that you don't think that I'm like misconstruing or trying to screw the story my way or anything like that. So I said, is it weird that I don't really like it when people say to me, quote, Riley, don't be so hard on yourself. You just, in all caps, had a baby. I know that nobody means any harm by it and they're trying to be supportive. Yes, I do need to give myself some grace from time to time. But to me, three months doesn't constitute as, quote, just in terms of an excuse for me to rest on. Not for where I personally, there's a reason why I emphasize that, want to be. Can you imagine what you could change in three months if you put your mind to it? Let that sink in for a second. Did I wake up at 4 a.m.? Yep. Did I get under five hours of sleep? Yep. Are my allergies bugging me? Yep. Did we drive an hour and a half back for our wedding tasting after the show? Yep. Did I still have to go home and take care of my two babies, do a podcast, make lunches, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and is Mother Nature rearing her bitchy head? Mm-hmm. My point is that what's... Yeah, in here, I made an edit here. Originally, I said, what's your excuse not to be great? Is it possible... It's possible to have it all if you set your mind to it. I got into some trouble over that one. And even reading that back, yes, I could see how that would piss some people off and how it would sound kind of, because I am all about supporting fitness in a positive way. So I'll get to the comments that people were saying in a second. But I went back and edited it after people were coming to me, not coming at me. I'll also get to that in a second. Coming to me saying, Riley, do you see how this could come off kind of to somebody that maybe doesn't have, you know, your exact mindset or maybe your exact path in life? You see, there I am trying to like sugarcoat everything as to not offend again. Maybe somebody that's not exactly on your path would find this offensive. I was like, "Eh, well, yeah, you know what, maybe kind of, sure. I can admit it. I can admit when I have screwed up. So I went back and edited it and I said, my point is what is my, put the edit in there to let people know that I had screwed up, but I wasn't changing my message for me, for me personally. So I also put an edit with the asterisk. I said, a few people have said in the comments that I'm mom shaming here. Please let me be clear that this post is about my journey and nothing else, where I am and where I want to go. I should have said that I have no excuses not to be great. I get that wording is everything. I mean, I talk for a living. And I mean, damn, like I get it. I pissed some people off. And this is sort of two, threefold, however many folds you want to say it is, because I am hyper aware of what it is to be on the air, to be an influencer, to be a role model, as some of you guys have called me, to people. You have a responsibility that some people don't have to be kinder with your words or more responsible with your words or, you know, care about other people's feelings. Sometimes it sucks to have to censor yourself a tad and watch what you say. I don't like doing that. My podcast is called Really Riley. I like to keep it real and present to you the truth of what I'm going through or thinking. And that was my truth. 
here's where I screwed up because I said, what's your excuse not to be great? That was a no, no. I admit it. That was blah, blah, blah. That was yucky. And I, I appreciated people being like, Riley, like, whoa, we, what, what is this? Like, where, where, where'd this come from? Like, that wasn't cool what you said. And I'm okay with that. Like, I, I, I always tell y'all the DMs are open, questions, comments, concerns, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. Here's what I am not cool with. I'm going to leave her name out. But this one chick, like, came for me. And she's like, your mom's shaming me. I don't need her an excuse not to work out postpartum. It's a time that your body changes forever, and it never goes back. I don't know if I agree with that. But okay. Like, she, I, I literally said to her, I was like, you know what? You're right. And that's why she, it was because of her, really, mainly, and others, that I made the edit. Because I was like, yeah, I don't want a mom shame at all. But that wasn't good enough for this one. It was literally like she kept coming back after some people were defending me saying, you know, like, that's probably not the way Riley meant it. Like, that's not what I, you know, perceive of it. That's not what, that's not where your girl was going. And I was grateful for that. <sighs> this girl was just like, oh, it's totally mom shaming. And, blah, 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 blah. and I, this, this is where I stop. This is where I stop the bar. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I told her because she tried to be like, oh, well, you deleted one of my comments. I was like, no, I don't delete the comments. Good, bad or indifferent. I leave them there. And she tried to be like, whatever. I'm not going to go into the flipping like schematics of it because that's just complaining. I'm trying to have like a message here, I guess, or, you know, get to the nitty gritty of it without it being just meh, 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 because I'm not about that life. I'm not about like my my problem with the coming back constantly to just be like no it was mom shaming and blah 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 like this keyboard warrior cancel culture attitude I cannot stand it y'all it's like you can explain yourself 16 times over but there are some people in life in society in Instagram in and whatever in the whole world that just they won't be satisfied because they heard what they heard and you are immediately labeled as this mom shamer is Riley like nerp I, I like I didn't tell her about herself, but I was like, look, I've apologized to you and anybody that was offended by that situation. And I admitted that it probably wasn't kosher. Some of the stuff that I said in there. But what I'm not going to do is allow you to keep pushing this narrative that is your perception that is not true. If you want to perceive it that way, even after I've apologized to you. I've made an edit to what I said and made an example of what I should have said. If that ain't enough for you. After that, we can agree to disagree, mommy. Like, but I'm done. Because, like I said, even though I know that I have this responsibility to, you know, not censor what I say because I don't do that and obviously it gets me in trouble, but like to just be sensitive to how it's perceived from different sets of eyes. You know, because on the air, we have such a wide audience of people. We have like 18-year-olds. We have 49-year-olds. We have men. We have women. We have people from all different walks of life and sexual orientations and race and religions. All these different people coming together to listen to this one show. And then hopefully they're listening to this podcast as a result of hearing me talk about it on that show and Instagram. La, 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 la. I know that there's a diverse audience listening to me, but you can't please everybody. And what I'm not going to do is completely shift and change who I am for cancel culture. 
it's not that I think like, you know, cause people are like, Oh, just block, block them and just move on. And da da And that, yeah, I have done that. I ain't gonna lie. Cause it's at a certain point, I'm like, I'm just going to block you because I'm going to not be, <laughs> I'm not going to be the kind person I know how to be after somebody has pushed you so far. Let me just block. It's just easier that way. I don't like to do that though. I would much rather go to the point where I'm explaining myself to you. We can have a conversation. We can work it out. And even if we were not friends on the other side, that we can like at least kind of understand each other. So back to the point of what the message was. Like a lot of people had said to me, well, Riley, you should probably give yourself some grace. And that's why people are saying that to you because technically that three months isn't three months because six weeks of that you had to sit out. True. Didn't think about that. So I am being very hard on myself. Other people were saying, you know, Riley, postpartum is hard enough and we don't need to have pressure to work out. You are on 100% right. 100% right. For me, my journey is a little different. In my head, for me, I keep trying to sit personally because like I told you, like fitness is part of the fabric of my life. It's also like my therapy. I go cuckoo when I can't work out. It's the way I sweat out all my stresses It's the way that I feel strong mentally and physically. It's the way I get them endorphins going. You know, it's just part of the fabric of who I am. I don't look or have, oh, I hate picking my words, but I feel like because of this, the nature of the beginning of this podcast, I have to. Like, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, you know, (laughs) can't go on lavish vacations all the damn time because I got two kids and a career that is uh, five days a week. You know what I mean? But I feel like the gym is like my outlet. So when you take that away, it's just, you know, blah to me. I go a little nuts. And like I have had such a humbling gut check going through my second pregnancy and like things don't snap back or don't bounce back. And I think that was the reasoning for the entire podcast or like part of it at least you know, when, when I said in the beginning of that post that I was like, Ugh, it bothers me when people are like, oh, you just had a baby. Like to me, I don't think about it like that. You know, you should chill out on working out. Like if remember, I worked out my whole pregnancy. Like when they're like, oh, you look at that snapback. I hope I snap back like Riley. I thank you for that compliment first off. But two, like I don't want to set unfair expectations for people that either look up to me or whatever, because remember, like I've been training for four years. I worked out my whole pregnancy. Like I am going to the gym when I, you know, I'm trying to finagle time every five days a week, if not six, if I can handle it. Not everybody can do that. And I'm not saying I'm superwoman and I'm special for that. I do feel like superwoman when I leave there, but I'm just saying like, I'm not pressuring you to strive for my journey. If my journey inspires you, that is the ultimate goal. Awesome. Because, you know, for as many people that were saying I was being mom shamey, there were also people that were like, yes, I need to see this. I need this push. Because what that one person said that I was mom shaming, and I haven't really ever conversed with her much. And I remember the people that I conversed with on here. I make it a point to, to try and answer and talk and chat. But it's just like, I, 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 like, I was not trying to offend, but it's just like when people hit me up on social, this is what you don't see all the time, is like they ask me advice, and if I don't have the proper terminology or 
physical advice, I'll ask my trainer or my fiance. Like, I feel like that's part of my passion and part of my, like, I don't know, role as an ambassador or like a radio personality that fitness is part of my brand. Like I always try to answer and I try to be super sensitive about it, but I also don't coddle people because my trainers don't coddle me. When I ask my fiance an opinion on nutrition or, or a workout, he doesn't coddle me. And I feel like that's the reason why I have the results that I have, whatever they are, good, bad, or indifferent to anybody else, but I'm proud of my results. So it's hard for me because it's just like I was raised in a home of like tough love and I correlate that whenever I'm giving advice. Like maybe not tough love because that's not for me to do for people that reach out because I'm not going to slam you a you should do this. I'm not a drill sergeant because although I say that my trainers are not soft on me, I don't like to be yelled at. I don't like to be put down. I just don't like to be coddled through anything. Don't give me the easy way out. And so when people ask me for advice and then they kind of swing back to the direction after I give them advice, if the advice seems too hard and they're like, oh, no, 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 I could never do that. That's totally fine too. Like you have to figure out what works for you. But when I give you the reality of what it is to achieve where I am, and I'm not saying yet again that I am the mecca of anything because Lord knows your girl's got her squishy parts. Your girl is not as strong as she used to be. And your girl has goals to get stronger. So don't think I'm sitting here saying, oh, I'm this perfect fitness guru because I am not. Uh, I just get frustrated when you show or I show my real viewpoint. And sometimes it's just like perceived in this way that somebody's like a dog without a, with a bone and won't let it go. So why they're in, come on, really, Riley, and rant about it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, like, looking through this post, I was really happy to see some of the women that I look up to encouraging me and saying I was a badass. Some of the women that I think have bum ass, asses, and legs, and <laughs> all this stuff were encouraging me. And I was really glad that, you know, people acknowledged where I was trying to go. Like even one of the people that like that I've been, I've known her for what, 12 years. She said, I'm the same way. I appreciate the intention, but I've got goals. People talking about when people say you just had a baby, all that to say, to put in the work, do things, but acknowledge the variables from time to time. Don't cave into them, but just to know they are there. It's sweeter when you accomplish the thing in spite of, or if you need a reminder to work with said variables, whatever they may be. Wow. She put it way more eloquently than I could have basically saying like, yeah, you have this mountain, you have this thing that you have to climb, but that doesn't have to get in the way. And again, I'm not saying you have to. I'm saying that if I'm going to be representative of what I did in my journey to get to a certain space, this is where it is. Going to the gym, tired as fuck. Like literally would rather be home sleeping and snuggling with my newborn. Well, you can't really sleep with them yet, but you get my drift. And I'm taking the time to go to an hour to the gym to show up for myself, but that's my version of showing up for myself. Doesn't have to be yours. I hope that some little bit of that can be yours. I've had people that makes me want to cry when they say, like, literally, I didn't want to go to the gym today, and I thought, what would Riley do? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how? Like how? Don't listen to Riley. She don't know what she's talking about. But it, it, all jokes aside, it makes me happy. Like I had one girl that follows me on Instagram 
said that she was going to listen to all the naysayers and not work out through her pregnancy. And then she saw me do it. And she was like, damn it, I'm going to make it. I'm going to do it. And she did. That means everything to me. And yet again, I'm not saying because I did it. I'm not saying because anybody followed my suit did it. That You have to do it. But what I am saying and or asking, don't hate on your girl for showing the real parts of her journey and every once again screwing up with the way that she said something and then give me a chance. Like, I hope if we take the time to talk to the people, really talk to the people and take the time to right our wrongs in terms of offending people, the people listen. I think it sucks when, like, you – you. I'm, I'm not – if I don't cave to what somebody, not me, like every, whatever. If people don't cave to what somebody else says, instead of having a conversation and hearing both sides, it's like, if you don't agree with me, you're canceled. Uh, uh. And that's the thing too. It's like, if I'm going to get canceled like that, man, I don't want to play. Because I try. I don't always succeed. I am not perfect in any way, shape, or form. I try to always see the world my listeners, people, what have you, from all different angles. I try to be understanding. I try to be empathetic. But I'm not a pushover, y'all. <laughs> I'm just not. I can't be that person. And I hope that you guys, in some way, shape, or form, can appreciate that. Because I appreciate you for listening to me. Any bees, you guys. Like, I hope I didn't lose any of y'all in this podcast. I hope you will come back and listen on Friday for my fave five where I talk to you guys about the things that I'm obsessing over the week that I like to share with you, my finds and such. Um, But yeah, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hopefully understanding if some of this stuff irritated you that I said today. Trying, getting better at it every day, y'all. I love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much for listening to Really Riley. And as always, if you want to hit me up, if you want to yell at me, please keep the caps to a minimum maybe. Uh, you can hit me up on social at Riley Couture, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. That's um, Facebook and Instagram. Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Twitter is Riley Couture 5. And TikTok is Riley Couture 7. Love you guys long. Yes, I will talk to you on Friday. Have a great rest of your week. It's really Riley. <laughs>